0: Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at GreetingsPod or on Twitter at GreetingsCast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week.
1: Greetings to Greetings, the greeting card podcast. I am one of your hosts, Bobby O'Rourke. And I happen to be the other one, Dan Conroy. You sure are, Dan. Welcome. Uh, it's your first time on the show. How are you feeling? Good to have you here.
0: Thanks, Bobby. It is my first time here. I've decided that 2023 is going to be the year of reincarnation for myself. I've done chry- crystalist myself. I, I created a chrysalis out of some bodily fluids I don't want to talk about here on this podcast. And I have re-emerged. My skin is pink, my hair is non-existent, and my soul is pure. Have you been thinking the same way, Bobby? Rebirth for 2023?
1: Yeah, I have been trying to figure out who has wronged me in the past. And <laughs> uh, thinking about ways that I can just let them know that I don't forget. And in a way, that will be my rebirth. But I'm glad to hear you've emerged from your pupil stage. And Thank you. And come out, you know, like a gremlin. You know, fresh and ready to put on a lot of costumes and take over a movie theater.
0: I would say more Magwai, but... Sure. Thank you. Appreciate Um, it. Still don't feed me after midnight because I'm getting a little rumly in my tumbly now. Remembering who's wronged you, that definitely is a sign of rebirth, is remembering your enemies. (laughs) What do you plan to do once you have them all in a list? Is there sort of a passive-aggressive nature you will continue to have with them, or is this more of a seeking revenge in a probably darker sort that you might not want to admit on a recording style?
1: Uh, I'm glad you asked, actually. Yeah, this is fine to record it. I just want to make you know, a list and much like Santa Claus, you know, the holidays are over, but I'll check it twice. Yeah. And then, you know, just quietly go up to them and say, hey, look, we have never really talked about this thing that went on between us. I hope we can find some time in the new year to reconcile because I miss you a lot. And Mm. also I have created an elaborate haunted house that you have to get through in order for us to reconcile. And not many of you will come out, but those who do will come out squeaky clean.
0: Yeah. If you want my love and by love, I mean, love, friendship, love, friendship just say that over and over redundantly then you will have to complete old man grubulon's Haunted house that I've created, and there's going to be scares. There's going to be jump scares. There's going to be fantastic video game jump scares, like Five Nights at Freddy's. I just saw Barbarian last night, so hopefully something like that—a scary lady in a uh underground Detroit home. Look, anything's possible when you're trying to reclaim friendships, and you just have to be ready for that if you wrong somebody. Yeah, that's beautiful, and I'm glad you enjoyed Barbarian. I quite enjoyed it a lot. No spoilers, but the ending—it it ended perfectly. A, a crisp. Hour and 40 minutes. I love when a horror film gets its point across and gets us out the door. It's not It's not extending far too long. And that's exactly what Barbarian did. So that is the greetings, the greeting card podcast recommendation for the week, unless Bobby doesn't recommend it.
1: No, I do. And I also recommend your cut of The Shining, which you said was too long. And you actually got down to about 46 minutes. And I feel it's better for the cuts.
0: It's just Scatman Crothers. And his stuff doesn't go above 46 minutes. So I just repeated some of the stuff he did, like when he pretends to be what's up, uh, when he does the what's up doc to the kid over and over. It's just him. That's all I care about. <laughs> I'm cutting all of Shelley Duvall's stuff. I just wanted to say, in regards to, you know, reconciling with enemies, you know, you can do that as a caterpillar baby like I am right now, if the audience could see me. I've got all these cute little legs. I'm on all of them. I'm eating a bunch of leaves. I'm getting fat. I haven't evolved yet into a human fly. I gotta do the chrysalis again. But once I do, I am going to essentially reconcile with my adversaries but how i will do it as i will present myself anew and go like look at my wings look at my new body i forgive you for what you've done also i'm beautiful and that's how you do it in 2023 you forgive but don't let them forget how you are now
1: i had a genuine reconciliation to make for 2023 which was is and this is absolutely true Mm -hmm. I have probably said on many, many occasions, greetings, the greetings card, a podcast. The second greeting is singular, and I just want to apologize to the listener. I want to apologize to my family. I want to apologize to all the people I texted inappropriately saying just the word greetings over and over again when clearly it was greetings. So, Dan, I hope you can forgive me. I hope the people of the 8th District can forgive me. So, sorry about that. And I'll say greetings, the greeting card podcast from now on.
0: Of course, on my end, apologies absolutely not necessary, but of course accepted. And uh, thank you for that, even though I do the same thing. And with that, I actually have to ask you, Bobby, do I have to apologize as well because I do the same thing?
1: I would feel better if I could take your name off. The haunted house reconciliation list.
0: Uh, fine. I apologize to okay. listeners, to my family, to two thirds of the clergy that I frequent, and of course to Babs O'Rourke. I apologize because I also say the greetings card podcast, and it's the greeting card podcast, but you get into the vibe of it, and it's hard to pull away the plural because it starts with a plural and if you guys think we do any research or prepare or exercise for this thing you are sorely mistaken we basically come right from work to this podcast so you lucky that we're riffing as good as we are now yeah i'm i guess i'm sorry is that the right energy for an apology that's the
1: that is the energy of the 2020s for an apology yes it's it's say you're sorry but then explain all the ways where you shouldn't have had to even go this (laughs) way
0: Yeah, don't like you're apologizing out of the social expectation of it all, but you truly are like, yeah, I'm doing it. Are you happy now? Like it really is the most aggressive way possible. But
1: now that I've apologized for the only thing I'll ever do wrong and thank you for <laughs> for saying it. I was thinking now that we're in the new year, you know, we did mm-hmm. the holiday cards and a little bit of new years. Are we in the dead zone of cards right now because there's there's fallow periods and you could argue that This isn't the longest one because Valentine's Day, which is one of our seminal holidays, is going to be coming up pretty, pretty soon. Yeah. But what is... I was thinking about this because I have a birthday coming up, which is always lovely, and and birthdays mean cards. Happy birthday,
0: Bobby! Thank you. Yeah,
1: but that's only for me, and that kind of breaks up the monotony of the, the winter. But a lot of people I know are like, well, from Martin Luther King Day to Easter, they're like, I'm pretty much wide open. Like, nothing really happens in between. Is there... Is there a dead zone period for you in your life? I mean, not necessarily according to the calendar such.
0: For me, I think it is a dead zone like the movie Dead Zone in that I can see the future and when the president is going to nuke the world because he's, if I remember correctly, Martin Sheen. No, is it Martin Sheen or Charlie Sheen? It is Martin Sheen. Yes, it's Martin Sheen. Okay, he's
1: played evil president and good president, both ends of
0: the coin, both ends
1: of the coin that fav- that famous phrase.
0: He's played Evil President and Aaron Sorkin's version of a good president. <laughs> exactly, and so yeah. And so yes, it's the dead zone for me in that I am I'm Christopher Walken in that I can see when presidents are going to nuke the uh, place, uh, when bad things are going to happen to other people. That's January for me. And if I remember correctly, that whole film felt like it was very cold anyways. Uh, No, it is not a dead... In fact, quite the opposite. January, we hit the ground running. It actually is more like a racetrack than even, I would say, the holiday season of December. Because, funny enough, Bobby, I have three birthdays. Well, four birthdays if you count yours, which I do. But I have three familial birthdays now. My father, my sister, and my brother-in-law are all born in January. So... and. Before she passed, my grandmother also was in January right before my dad. So it's wow. it, it was potentially five people's, but it's or, or sorry, four people's, but it was it's three people's birthdays all kind of one after the other in January. So in a good way, it's getting gifts. It's getting cards. It's celebrating. so we we tend to enjoy January for that. So we've growing up, we mitigated what is the dead zone for so many people that is January until Valentine's Day by celebrating these birthdays which of course I think was a lot of fun. Now for you was that always good to have your birthday in January when it is because it is nice you you do have a month before I, I if it's Jan, your birthday January 25th, right?
1: It is. Yes, and my uh, yes, social security so, number is as follows so everyone get your pens out, this is <laughs> Oh, gonna I'm sorry.
0: I was going to avoid saying the date because I didn't know how much we should <laughs> No, it's, it's on
1: my Wikipedia page. Should I get one? You know, it's going to be out there. Don't. I
0: put it, it on me. your IMDb. Yeah, yeah because you. you were in Shrek Ever After. We all know. But it's and that's on the IMDb for that. But so you're you're I like to consider it next Christmas because of course it's January 25th, not December 25th. So Bobby's miss. That's right. A merry Bobby miss to one and all. But, does that help mitigate the boredom of January for you? Yeah,
1: it does. It's a big thing for me because uh, my birthday falls right around the time that most people are ready to give up on their new year's resolution. So that's <laughs> that makes for good party stock. That's I'll the cutting you. point, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Gym memberships are being thrown out the window.
1: Gym memberships being thrown out the window, dry January. Not that you have to drink to have a good time, of course, but but people are losing their steam on that. A lot of people who have decided to reconcile have chosen vendettas and vengeance again. So, you know, it's a good time to go back to the way you were.
0: Wine is poured. Energy is stored from not going to the gym and daggers are drawn. That's how you celebrate a birthday. All that at once. It's how Romeo and Juliet started. Everyone was just hot, horny, and angry. That's just what, that's why they kept getting into fights. If it wasn't a weirdly hot summer in Verona, we probably wouldn't even have a Shakespeare play.
1: Hot, horny, angry, and 13, maybe.
0: (laughs) Coming to Netflix this summer. Only going to last half a season cause it's the New York Times called it gross half a
1: negative star. impossible. To, impossible to rate because you need to take away a star from an adjacent film in order to rate it properly.
0: you We had to take a star from the sky in order to may tell you how bad this is. Hope you hope you didn't enjoy Beetlejuice, both the movie or the star because they're not up there anymore. <laughs> We had to take them down just so you guys would know the dangers of doing these kind of shows. But yeah, so that's, that is true. I can definitely see with dry January where if you're like a, you know, social drinker and you were kind of giving it up for health reasons or just to lose a little weight, you think to yourself, eh, January 25th is close enough and then you're at a birthday and you're like I'm going to have me a, a wine or a or an IPA of sorts in order to uh to kind of get back into the swing of things.
1: Yeah, I can't tell the future by touching people without my Goose Island IPA. Not a sponsor but maybe one day.
0: Goose Island IPA, fantastic for telling the future. Do you want to be someone who's able to predict things for other friends? Enjoy a Goose Island IPA, now owned by MillerCoors. I um I don't think, because you didn't do a a resolution, or did you do a resolution this year? I don't think we even talked about it.
1: No, I don't really... Not because I have nothing to apologize for. I don't, but that's not the reason. I just never really got into the New Year's resolutions. Did you do anything of that sort?
0: I did not. And for the same reasons, Bobby, I feel like I have so much to apologize for that to only choose one per year to work on feels pompous and selfish. If anything, I should be working on stuff every goddamn month. It should be a nonstop train. I know. And I, I also think in truth, setting yourself up for one at the beginning of the year is a great way to set yourself up for failure. I used to do the whole like getting the gym membership or saying I'm going to work out better. And I think the problem is that I hate exercising or I just I I haven't been good at finding the exercise that works for me. Let me say it like that. And so I will push way too hard at the beginning and then I, I won't even make it to the 25th forget like your birthday being the end I'll burn out at like the 15th and I'll just be like well screw this I who cares I'm I'm an imperfect person like everybody else bring on the but, bacon wrap pound cake because I am oh dunzos. please give me that pineapple soaked in pig fat it's a delightful treat put it on top of a pizza I don't care if people get angry at me you're not the first person
1: to tell me that though that they don't necessarily dislike the idea of exercise but the formats or the programs they chose just don't feel good you know it's you sign up for kickboxing lessons and you realize halfway through the first lesson that your legs only go up to here and then you're like well i can't do this for yeah. exercise i guess i'll quit
0: or like I'll, I'll still feel sore after having done something at the gym like in a pastime. like i'll i'll do like you know treadmill and then lift some weights and i'll still feel sore and i'll be like wait i gotta go back but i already feel like shit <laughs> why do i have to go back and then the like well, you have to keep pushing. You have to push through the pain. And I'm like, that's life, just pushing through the pain. And they go, yes, Dan. And I'm like, well, forget that. I'm. Just did you gonna... not read your Camus? I mean, it's all. In there. <laughs> did you not read? Did you not read your manual on being an adult? The daring book for adults. And I, 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 I love food, but I will find myself rather cutting calories or like just working on calorie deficiency than I will want to go to the gym, which. Uh, It's already kind of hard because I do enjoy eating things.
1: You always go through such a period of cleansing, I think, no matter what, after the holidays are over, because you eat just whatever is put in front of you and just douse it in syrup. And then you eat it. And then on January 3rd, you're always like, man, I really should stop eating butter flavored uh, chocolate, you know, whatever it is.
0: (laughs) I got to stop putting eggnog in my coffee. That is not a year. (laughs) That is not what a healthy person does. (laughs) Oh, but I, I, I counteract it with whiskey. I don't think you know what the word counteracting means. <laughs> that is not how it goes. I caught myself drinking. I, I caught myself on the 3rd of January because I had it in my work fridge. I caught myself pouring a whole mug of eggnog and drinking it. And as I took the second sip, I said to myself, this has got to Stop. <laughs> This cannot be a trend. I mean, thank God, the gov- like as Homer Simpson tells us, the government takes it away again after 30 days. But <laughs> if that was a year-long thing, I-, I like eggnog so much that I could very unfortunately see myself buying it. I don't make it for myself after Christmas for that reason. But thank goodness it's not available in the stores after January 1st. It's
1: good stuff. And I think I mentioned this already, but I did buy a bottle because you can't really buy snack packs of eggnog. They kind of come in jugs. <laughs>
0: can't really why don't they make eggnog for well because that would be the that that's a call from the school if your kid is bringing eggnog for lunch uh every day <laughs> but the idea of like a
1: are your kids nogging find out at 11 tonight
0: it's 10 p.m. do you know where your kids nog is What was the iced tea called? Sips, S-S-I-P-S? Is that what it was called or whatever? I
1: I still love Sips. They still make them? They do make Sips. Yes, I've seen
0: them. Yeah, they're still there. So I'm thinking like, imagine like a Sips or honestly just a Capri Sun and it's just full of eggnog. And you just give that to your kid to enjoy during the December month. And I mean, I'm not trying to promote juvenile diabetes. I'm just saying where it comes from. (laughs) So we can we can figure it out and then balance it out. You know what? Give your kid eggnog this season. Come on now. It's like when you make someone purposefully sick
1: to find out where the problem is, you know, like in yeah. house.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when we were learning that like when inoculations came into popularity in the seventeen hundreds to learn about you know, proper vaccines. You have to get them a little sick in order to get them completely over the hump. And that's that's the eggnog vaccine. And I'm going to promote that in schools when you vote for me. in I'm not going to say where I live. Oops. Let me go back. (laughs) We Uh, have
1: your your address, my birthday. We're just going to give it all. all We're making some
0: mistakes here. Yep. When you vote for me for city comptroller, I'm making more nog for kids. Let's get them. If we get the sugar in them now, they'll be more immune to it in the future.
1: There's a some sort of cafeteria Uh, assembly where there's a whole student body and an older man in a backwards baseball cap and backwards turned chair sitting down says, you kids think you're cool for nogging? Well, let me tell you, my best friend just slept all winter.
0: What's up, guys? My name's Derek Gargle. Yeah, I bet you really enjoy that eggnog, don't you? Got the full fat, got the cinnamon on top, got the nutmeg shaved. But let me tell you something. My friend, whose last name is also Gargle, but his first name's Kevin, he, yeah, Kevin Gargle, look it up. Anyways, he drank a whole gallon of the stuff, Stony Brook Farms. And you know what happened to him? He slept throughout New Year's. He didn't even make it to the ball drop. And he woke up the next morning, and he felt great because he didn't drink any alcohol. Point is, kids, don't nog and drive.
1: The principals like, uh, we are not having pizza for lunch this afternoon. <laughs>
0: We're not having lunch. <laughs> you kids don't deserve it.
1: Do you kids stop nogging? No more food.
0: I I am not paying for you kids to have a second meal of the day before dinner if it means that you're just going to spend the whole time nogging. Nogging's a problem in this. Imagine, did your school. I don't want to run too long on this because we have to get to the card. But no, did, we you, don't. Or, did you. We should. It's the reason for the season. And by season, I mean podcast. Did you, in your school. Have the thing before prom where you got the two cars that busted into each other because it was drunk driving and you did a skit.
1: Oh, I heard about this. No, I did not. So I've only heard tell of this event from other people.
0: For those who don't know, I don't remember if it was sponsored by D.A.R.E. or it was a school program associated with D.A.R.E., but essentially it was an anti-drunk driving presentation where before prom, because I remember it before both my prom and the senior ball, they would essentially just recreate a car crash. Now, these were not cars actually crashed into each other. They would show you the cars after they had been crashed. It was two smooshed up cars put on the track and field or the football field or the parking lot, wherever you had space. And you had student actors portray the kids who drank. And then you had other actors portray the family that got hit. And the it it ranged from like the people in the front dying to the child in the back dying it could get quite gruesome wow and uh i did that for two years in a row and i forget my friend's name who played the grim reaper in the background just hanging out it was a very odd tableau and i they also had to like fake i had to fake being arrested but also to fake being drunk now Fun little context. Uh, I was like 17 the first time I did it, 18 the second time I did it, and I didn't drink. I just did not drink in high school, just a total weenie, didn't have any cool kids. Hey, friends. no, don't so,
1: apologize. You you had your tap, and that was good enough. You didn't need extra ju- jug juice to to get your motor going.
0: I did not need extra jug juice. I had my tap water, and that's all I needed. <laughs> just fresh old fluoride, Idaho. And I, yeah, so I didn't know how one acted drunk so i just kind of stumbled around the whole time which was also pretty gruesome because you had like people yelling at you that you just got in a car crash and just epic screaming that is so you didn't have that in your school nope but i'm glad you got Lucky to pad your,
1: your early resume with some some harsh acting credits there
0: yeah i got i got that right next to the headshot and that's how i got to be in boeing boeing <laughs> this is just that's how you get to the top kids uh, well, as, of low, the top,
1: as low as loath as I as loath as I am to move on from nogging and your
0: early theatrical history, we probably should get to a card. At some point. I feel like that's why we should be here. But I'm excited to get to the card, Bobby. How are others gonna see the card, though?
1: Well, Dan, I'll tell you. If you have a card you'd like us to review, or you just want us to talk to you, maybe if that's something you're interested in, you can send Me us a too. card. Uh, at Pod on Instagram or at GreetingsCast on Twitter. And Dan, as you open the card, I will say I did have an actual question to ask you to lead into this card, but actually this one is so of its kind. Uh, sorry, it's, uh, it's one of a kind that I think it's better if I don't have a preamble. I think you should just open the first page and we'll see what the Grim Reaper has crashed our car into this time.
0: Okay, so no questions. I'm going to go in with my scythe and let's hope I get a skull going. Yeah. All right. Here I go. Nearer, nearer, my Beelzebub to thee, I am opening the card and we open up, dear listener, on a one could call it an angelic scene. Although I bet there are devils in the details as we keep on going. Uh, It is a interesting frame. I actually quite enjoy it. It's a white margin frame, like a white border frame with what looks to be a pencil graph or graphite frame. Around the outside, as if it kind of a rough frame, I guess you could say. And we are in a heavenly area, I'll say. Maybe we are in heaven, but you will find the cartoonish looking angels. What's interesting about these angels is that they don't have any faces. Angels they, without
1: faces. Isn't that what Kevin is watching in Home Alone?
0: Angels without faces. Yes, it's exactly what he's watching. You filthy animal and a happy new year actually one of them is doing the kevin McAllister face holding both hands on the side and kind of like looking like ah. so we got a kevin or is he, he's got
1: one hand is on a coffee cup it looks like right is that what
0: it is oh that's right but what is that its nose there's okay so oh that's the, a no
1: oh you're right that's a nose it looks like it does look like a hand
0: for the listener there's like a leftwards protrusion on the these are like it's it's hard to describe. They look like marbles, like like tan marbles with sheen on the top. They're very bald. There's there's the artist has decided to make it clear these are bald, faceless angels, except noses. And the one on the left has an earring and bushy eyebrows, which I'll get to in a second. There's a reason for that. I can tell. I haven't read the dialogue yet. You know your usual <laughs> you feel. Oh, we at... oh, I like I like to peel it like an onion. Oh boy. Uh, there's your usual angel stuff, wings, white robes, halos on top, sitting on a cloud. They're at a coffee table. As Bobby implied, they're they're enjoying a cup of coffee. There is newspaper strewn everywhere. Don't know why the angels need news, but here we are. And so the angel on the left, as opposed to the other two angels, one is sitting at the table with them with a cup of coffee and the other is flying above them. Also, why do angels need coffee? We'll talk about that later. The angel on the left does not have a white robe. They are wearing, they are donning a purple robe, a royal, a regal purple, a green feather boa with quite an interesting, that is a lifelike boa, that is a sort of like image cropped boa, glowing ruby slippers, not unlike from Judy Garland slippers from Wizard of Oz. Mm Mm-hmm. A sparkling earring, sparkling bangles, just jewelry and everything. I'm guessing the eyelashes are meant to be luxurious. And in the text box, it says. (laughs) In the text box, it says, do you think these make me look gay? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, Lordy. I'm laughing because it, it hit. I literally did not read it until right now. I, I left it to the very end. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Dan,
1: thoughts, concerns, questions. Just. Do you want to go back to doing your former theater job of getting into fake car accidents on purpose?
0: Yeah, I kind of want to go back to that. I kind of just want to like that is. Oh, boy. I Because here's the thing. I was I, I was ready for this to be a punch-up, or not even a punch, just a straight-up fun, like... (laughs) Not even a
1: fight. I didn't know we were fighting. Not
0: a fight! Why are we putting our hands in fists? Let's hug, buddy! Or at least a fine handshake. I... I was super happy for this to be just a... your run-of-the-mill office-quality... The one angel looks at the other and goes, what? I can't be a little luxurious sometimes or what? Yeah, Have you ever heard, th- heard of being fabulous? Like something like that. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. what? I'm just trying to be out of the ordinary today. Like there's so many ways you could have gone about this. And I'm not saying that any of those are necessarily like, I don't know. What I'm trying to say is I was really hoping this wasn't going to be such a punch down, but this really is like just the, the s- so blatant of a punch down. Do you think these make me look gay? what what do you what part of that makes you think it looks gay like it's just I because oh Bobby what do you think before I can continue on because I'm just kind of stuck in a block right now
1: no everything you said I agree with and I actually saw this card over the summer when I was I was in Vermont and I stopped into a little sort of knickknack store that Vermont is very you know strewn with and I saw this card and I brought it here because I wasn't entirely sure if I've missed something or if there's some sort of inside joke I'm not getting. Because I actually didn't use this card for months because I thought I there's something weird about this card. I don't know if it's offensive or not. It doesn't feel kosher, and I kind of brought it here because I wanted to see if someone else could see something I couldn't. And if if not, then you know we could go further into the card. If there's anything at all, I think we'll be surprised or not surprised to see. But it it was. Not a card I wanted to make fun of necessarily, but one I genuinely thought I must be missing something here because this card isn't from 1992. Mm-hmm. It was made more recently than that. So, Dan, is there anything mm-hmm. in this joke that I'm missing that you can see?
0: I don't think there's anything that you're missing. And in fact, I'll go a one step further and say even from an objective standpoint, like, you know, it's easy to make fun of. But if we want to talk about like objective, you know, joke making or like even just putting notes on. Trying to make a joke like this, even one that might be a bit problematic, let's say it doesn't make sense. This joke absolutely does not make sense. Is
1: it a joke? I, I don't know. Is it even for comedy or like what? What? What is it?
0: Well, that, that's the only way. I, because how else would it be? Because is it is it meant to be sincere? Is it meant to be sympathetic or wholesome or or mournful? Like those are the only we only get so many emotions in the damn handbook of greeting cards, and this one plays as such. Dated boomer humor that I don't know where else they want me to go with it except for their like bad Facebook memes and because this is absolutely something I would see posted on a bad Facebook page, but it doesn't make sense for those who aren't looking at the card. The angel, which, by the way, is to for all intents and purposes genderless. These these angels all. Oh, but okay. I think from even the, textually,
1: okay. isn't that true? You're more of a scholar on the on the the book of uh, of Enoch than I am. I think you know about the angels that have been tossed down from. I've the read heavens. the ancient
0: scrolls and mm. to explain why this doesn't make a lot of sense. We're trying to place a labeled sexuality on angelic creatures, which. You know, I maybe have to go back to my Abrahamic, you know, text, but I don't recall angels really being interested in things like sexuality. They have other things on their minds, you know, being the beings that look over all of humanity and the universe. Second of all, if we're going by the strict rules of this card, these are angels that don't convey any sort of sexuality and by by and honestly humanity if you're looking at these cards these are stick figure angels yeah and the way that you've decided to convey the concept of being gay is to dress very feminine like in a dress because the robe looks a little bit more like a dress as per the cut and with jewelry and with shoes and with a boa and as far as i know and i'd love to be wrong go ahead and dm me if i am that doesn't fall into the category strictly of gay so I don't know, like, just from a joke making standard, this falls so flat <laughs> in so many. That's the problem I have with it is just it's it's in no way connected. Uh, I, again, it would have been funnier if the punchline was you guys need to change it up a bit because the joke is the angels all look the same. I, I, I yeah, yeah, right.
1: This is just I I had qualms about bringing this card in, but we are if nothing, if not scientists. And and this part, I mean, sincerely, I am in no way an authority on, you know, gender studies or or anything in this area. So uh, either sexuality. So whatever I'm saying, I don't mean it to be making fun of anybody. But I really looked at this card and thought, I cannot figure this out. Either this card is so abysmally off base or I am missing a major joke that's just apparent to somebody else and not me. Because when I looked at it, I thought angels, genderless beings, but I yes. doubt this card is has a heavily religious bent and not something that I would call general knowledge, you know, to say angels don't have genitals usually. And then it's a ruby red slipper joke, so that made me think of Wizard of Oz like you. It's a sexuality joke. It looks like they could be a bored they're in the position of a bored married couple which i thought was funny because like you said there's newspaper on a on a bench and a coffee and one of them looks very bored and the other one looks like they want attention but the clothing like you said implies that there's a difference between the angels there's a third angel hovering above there's no other text i thought surely this can't be it you know, no. like a, I'm having yeah. a religious
0: moment like you can't this can't be it. I can't just close my eyes and then bam, it's over. There's got to be something else. I, I'm going. having an anti-religious moment. If This is what <laughs> angels are wasting their time with. And I don't think I really want to be associated with these creatures. I mean, they can be scary all they want with their hundred eyes and being made of rings. But I just don't I don't want to be associated with these kind of uh, dialogues. It, it's that's the thing is just no part of this makes any sense. There, this this is the joke that is formulated by somebody who was obsessed with sexuality Mm. and you see this a lot in certain internet memes often very hateful I'm not saying this one is necessarily trying to be hateful. It's just it's just falling flat and is stupid because they're focused more on the concept of, oh, this thing looks gay versus any part of this making any bit of sense. Genderless angels, sexless angels, because I get my knowledge of angels strictly from the movie Dogma by Kevin Smith. And if you remember correctly, I believe it's Metatron that shows his crotch and shows that they don't have any genitals. Of course. Exactly. So that's where I get my religion from they're dressed in a more feminine style but we don't know whether or not that person is male or female not that it would matter if they were gay that's the other problem you're 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 stacking identities on things that you don't know about and then trying to create titles for them in a way that is completely you've just created a hurricane you've you you didn't i don't know if you meant to but you certainly did i don't know if there is an implication with making the speech bubble pink that that now now i start looking at the details of it here and like wondering whether or not there are more uh, decisions made for that reason then i get into the question of why the angels are sitting at a coffee table in the sky or why there's newspapers everywhere what this is just such
1: or why there's a concept of angels being attracted to other angels but there's also then on top of that a stigma about homosexuality too or something just like and i've just finished Midnight Mass, which is also very good for those of you who haven't checked it out on. I've got to see it still. Mike Flanagan very, does very good work with the, the Stephen King but in that show they make references to angels. You know, biblically they're supposed to be so terrifying to look at that many people just simply run away. And in this one, legit, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know if I don't know what's going on. I just truly don't know what I'm supposed to make of this. Can you imagine, Dan, what this card would be for?
0: No. I legitimate this is, this is to me the most throwaway Facebook comic that I can't imagine this is for anything other than the most shallow. And I know I go back to this each time, but happy birthday. When in doubt, it's a birthday card. There's mm. just the only reason. Now I'm seeing also in the background before we get to the next page in the background, there's an angel, but it's smiling. So clearly there are faces on them, but then the one that's holding the coffee—what happened to their face? Are they looking down? Are they looking to the side?
1: Your questions are as good as mine, and I have to be honest with you. As we move on to the next page or pages, it's not going to get more clear. If anything, more questions will be raised, or you might just throw up your hands I and just, end the podcast. There's poss- I totally don't possible. I kind of
0: want to do that now. Is that? Are you? How mad would you be if I did that now, just on a scale? Ah. Uh, five Uh, too much okay Okay. i i will continue but i want to make abundantly clear not happy about it okay not at all all right moving to the next page and thank god it's blank i can take a moment to also say i can use this this is this is dance rage corner and he rages as much as he wants boop boop there are so many bird bones in this corner (laughs) all sparrow don't tell bobby (laughs) He asked for more Blue Jay, and I didn't buy them. I, Blue Jay was expensive this year. Mm. If you're an angel, the idea is— You might be an angel
1: if you— let's do a Jeff Boxworthy <laughs> voice for the rest of the podcast, please.
0: You might be <laughs> Did you did you ever, uh, when you were growing up, have the you might be an angel a, a day calendar that you would just rip off? And it's like, if you are in one of the seven different types of caste system, which range from Archangel to the Metatron, you might be an angel. <laughs> in, that, in that very good Southern accent I did. Uh, <laughs> if you're an angel, the concept is you're in a form of paradise, right? You are essentially a quasi-deity living in a heavenly, overworldly paradise, so whatever you are is awesome, because you are part of the greater collective that looks on the dirt humans that live on the soil planet, so whatever you are is fine, so why are you questioning things like identity and sexuality, whatever you are is perfect, because you're an angel! And why are you asking other people's fucking opinions?
1: And to be honest with you, you
0: don't have free will. You shouldn't be asking
1: any questions at all. Let's start The angels there. don't have free will, you mean? Is that right?
0: That yeah, that right? probably is yeah. correct, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, they probably don't have free will if we go back to the Judeo-Christianity of it. Yeah, you don't even have free will to begin with. So what are you complaining about? You're just a messenger for the for the big person. This is... Yeah, okay. So we got to go to the next page. We're just blank. This is where... So for our listeners, this is where you can get your rage out. Go ahead and scream. Really get it out there. Do some guttural. Don't just do high pitch. Really just do like. Uh, yeah, get some throat better. in
1: there. You really want to get some eggshells in that throat.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Mongolian throat singing. <laughs> uh, it'll make you feel better. Or Tibetan, Tibetan throat singing. So, Tibetan wait, throat do, wait, what am I thinking? Is the Mongolian double tone?
1: They're both beautiful, but I forget which one is which.
0: This January, do whatever throat singing feels good to you. Okay, so I'm going to the next page regrettably and is this is this the back or is this the other side
1: that is the back that is literally it there is no oh, context so this
0: wasn't that's this it. wasn't even this is just blank whatever you want Card. it's
1: literally blank and i i know you're upset i could see it in your eyeballs and i'm sorry i didn't bring this card to make fun of anyone or any group of people i genuinely was curious and i thought this is the only place i can discuss no this no, no no
0: i'm glad <laughs> listen sunlight is the best disinfectant and we are here to literally spray these things with sunlight or bleach or fire whatever is in our hands first i've and- never
1: apologized on this podcast before like i said i started <laughs> with saying i wouldn't I, I i said i wouldn't apologize and sure enough i did
0: you know, I'm humbled. There's nothing to apologize. We, we've got to expose these for what they are. I mean, that's what the rating system is for. We do the good and we do the bad. But, oh, the just the energy from this card and the joke. I just want to go back in my chrysalis and see if I come back as something else. Maybe a butterfly with daggers. And I, so I guess this,
1: th- is a, this must be an historical document because if you look at the last page, this company, and I'm sorry I might have misspoken before. I apologized again. Look at me. I'm a whole new man in 2023. This Bobby's, company. Bobby's coming out of his own cocoon this time. I, I am. The card is called, quote, Gay Angel. And it's, <laughs> it's made by a company called the Great Cosmic Happy Ass that apparently was copyrighted from 1996 to 2011.
0: What does that mean? What is the joke with Happy Ass? I don't if you okay, the listeners, it says the great cosmic, so you can spell that in your heads here. Happy hyphen ass. But what is that word? Happy ass. What's happiest? a happy ass? That's what I'm saying. It's like they're trying to go for a pun, but they didn't finish it. And and okay, we gotta go through this entirely. We do. So it it's called the Great Cosmic Happy Ass. And on the side of the Great Cosmic Happy Ass is a meditating figure. It appears to be a female figure. It is nude. There is a coffee or hot drink in the right hand, and on the left hand is what appears to be a painter's brush, and it's sleeping. And there is the slogan, greeting cards for the spiritually challenged, which would be the kind of person that gets a good joke out of this one. And on the top left... (laughs) Greeting cards for idiots. This is kind of... (laughs) greeting Greeting cards for people who have not looked in a day in their lives. And... On the top left, it says, in a apologetic paragraph, I'm hoping, it says, The great cosmic happy ass provides inspiration and humor for all those days when you just want to poke out your third eye. Which... oh, Okay.
1: And I'm um... not into making fun of small presses. In fact, you know, we can argue American Greetings and several other companies have a stranglehold over the market. So I'm not into telling small companies they shouldn't have done what they did. But this one just eek. Like, what does that mean? Inspiration and humor for all the days when you just want to poke out your third eye. This Im- also implies sort of a background knowledge of mysticism, I guess. Or you know, like,
0: This is like the kind of person who's taken all their, all their knowledge of Eastern spiritualism, which is probably a pretty thin well, and has just... <laughs> And has just mixed it into their own desires to sell crap Uh, that that really you, you, you see that so often in shops sometimes. I've never seen it that often in greeting cards, to be honest, but it does feel like this is like just the lowest level of the use of spiritualism. And I'm using air quotes when I say that or new age to kind of sell humor or something else. And and if you try okay so I went on their website uh, oh, no. greatcosmichappyass.com I hope you didn't allow cookies on that one t- It's too late. I I feel like they're going to know who I like just to give you an idea of the incredible humor that they got going on here. Ugh, okay. Wow. Okay, sorry. They they
1: <laughs> Dan, Dan is struggling to find the words to convey Sorry what guys. He's some, this
0: one was just a weird one. So I, I okay. So there's one on the website. I'm sorry. I'm trying to. I, I'm trying to parse the one I just saw, and I'm trying to figure out what they're trying to go with because based on the uh, on the theming of their branding, it's like they'd want to promote what what we would might call like Eastern spiritualism or like a New Age look at like. Personal spiritualism. I'm using the word spiritualism too much because I can't. I, I don't want to call this religion because it doesn't feel like that at all. I need something a <laughs> little bit more loose. But so this is what they what I, meant.
1: REM meant when they were losing my religion, or is that Blink One Eighty Two? Which one is which? No, that's REM. It's, yeah, it's, but I,
0: I bet Blink One Eighty Two was also losing their religion if you mm. ask them politely. So just to give you an idea of why I, I paused there and I sort of had a mini stroke, I went on their website and I found. I went through their humor cards and one is just to describe it as best I can because I don't even think we're going to put this one on the Instagram. It's it's a, a little too much. <laughs> It's clearly a reporter. It's like a desert condition in the sun, and it's a reporter interviewing what is clearly Mahatma Gandhi, who is also ha- has a steer with them for some reason. Has like a cow. I don't know if Bobby, you can see that. Oh on yeah, the- kind of zoom. Yeah. And the reporter asks Mr. Gandhi, "What do you think of Western civilization?" And Gandhi just looks at the camera, aka us, and says, "I think it would be a good idea." And then and the description. And that's a real goes, quote
1: from Gandhi, I think, right? Isn't that a true quote? I forget.
0: But I don't understand what you're going for if it's spiritual. Cause then in the description of the card it goes, it's true, it's true. Gandhi actually said that as he was being interviewed by a reporter back in the thirties, and it becomes painfully obvious that we paid no attention whatsoever. But That's a card? That's a card. Everything I just said was a card. What? Like, I'm not saying that Gandhi didn't say that, but what is the whole point of all? Like, what, <laughs> what, what are you that? trying to sell me? What is the point of this? How could you so write con- happy birthday in this card? <laughs> uh, how can how can you write great confirmation, nephew, when you like in this card? How can you write congrats on graduating from dental school for the second time, Marjorie? Like from this card. Okay, I'm going to try to calm down a little bit because I realized I've been I've been rambling for a bit now. Cards exist in our minds for such a short amount of time and in that short amount of time you have to convey something that it doesn't always have to be like a positive but it should be something that at least makes sense at this point I don't even think these cards like yes there is an offensiveness to it absolutely but they're also just incredibly nonsensical they're just I don't know what they're trying to convey anymore yeah this is
1: not even a joke I don't know if there's a word in English for this there's probably a beautiful German word for attempted insanity that ends up simply being nonsense you know it's it's supposed to be funny in some way that it just it's not a joke it's not a pun it's not anything and I'm sorry if the listener to the listener if we're repeating ourselves but I'm truly baffled by this card it just it what I couldn't imagine giving this to somebody and saying, you know, hope your veterans
0: day was meaningful or something. I don't know what you'd even use this for. It's impossible to tell. These cards are the jokes of a person who constantly was referring to inside jokes that they created in their head to friends and acquaintances and got snubbed too often because they weren't funny because they were inside jokes and finally decided, you know who would appreciate this? People in greeting cards. This is how I'm going to get my humor across. And it still doesn't work. This is the kind of person who has just failed at cocktail parties over and over. And the only way they're going to get their humor across, they think, is by conveying it through illustration. They've gotten someone to illustrate these, or they've illustrated them themselves, and it still does not land. It just falls It falls flat like a like a dead bird. And that's where I get my bird bones from in the corner. Yeah,
1: I can't say anything else besides that, except I should have realized it was dated when I noticed that the first social media platform they posted was Facebook on the back of the card. So that probably should have tipped me off. By the way, I love the. Little disclaimer at the bottom. It says, come behind the scenes and join me in the great Kaza studio with blog, pictures, video links, and laughter.
0: Yeah, of course. Absolutely. That, Yep, perfect. Literally half of these cards, the joke is that you can change Jesus's name, like Jesus Christ. You can change Jesus' name. Oh, that one. Name. Yeah, I thought you meant yeah, uh, that G- was... Jesus Garcia. Yeah, it was... You know, our friend Jesus blimped, uh, he's a good friend of ours. You can change the name of Jesus to cheeses, like cheese the food. So there's one called the Shroud of Cheeses, which is a cheese. It's not the Shroud of Cheeses. It's called the Shroud Shroud of of Turin. Yeah. Jinx. God, you owe me a Turin Coke. The there's another one that just says cheeses is risen and it's a single slice of cheese, not multiple cheese. Therefore, the plurality is wrong and it's got a balloon on it like in the movie Up, except Up was a good movie and not a shitty card.
1: Was this accidentally this whole line an accident of Kinkos? Maybe someone printed things that weren't ready or just had a, a USB drive that just escaped and had a will of its own. Are we looking at a child's play Chucky scenario where an evil spirit inhabited some sort of printing press and decided to run
0: muck? I really I'm asking, I'm begging. I would much prefer if this was a demon. If this was a demon, at least we knew there was a way to exercise it. No, this looks like an actual person or company that did this. And if you needed just for us to not end in anger and you can feel like you've got a self-win here, because we don't want to give you guys the same energy that Bobby and I. Bobby looks like he's, it's like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, and he's, no, he's not going to make that sale. And to just, to just, to give you guys a better feeling, everything here is bad. Uh, It's (laughs) best. That's it. Uh, I was just going to say the whole website is papyrus font. So that'll just give you, I hope that'll at least make you feel a little bit better about the legitimacy about this fucking website and this card. God. Oh, Bobby, you've you've land, you've given us the nuclear warhead of cards. I, I think I've taken gotta, stuff that in away, itself anything, is
1: a, I I've I've subtracted. There was more in the
0: world before we recorded this. No, but you you've added you've added dialogue about it because because the evil it sort of lurks in the darkness and we need to expose it with a big old LED light. And you have to do absolutely exposed it today, which I am grateful for. We needed to do it because if we did it, who, whose other job is it to do this thing? We're not I don't think there's a government policy for it.
1: It makes me feel better that we may have actually scraped the bottom of the pot and then from here on in, I can only get more mac and it cheese. It only on gets better sides. from here.
0: I'm so grateful that you found our dead end. This is the dead <laughs> fucking end. I am so grateful we got there in our first season or whatever season this is. This makes the
1: Halloween better than sex card look like something E, e. coming through oh, the throat.
0: This this makes the beer card that could have been Ulysses compared to this. <laughs> Happy Bloomsday
1: coming up too. We'll do a card for Bloomsday in June. Oh, we'll
0: do a card for Bloomsday. Yeah. Never read Ulysses, but still. no,
1: no one has. I don't want to read
0: yes over and over.
1: They're liars. Anyone who says they read Ulysses, yeah, I'm talking to you, English majors. I see you. I was one of you. You're lying. You haven't read it.
0: Oof, I am. I'm not even 98.6 anymore. I'm easily 99.12.
1: I was a Backstreet Boy guy.
0: <laughs> I was. I was Menudo. I'm a Menudo boy. <laughs> God, yes, I'm I'm grateful that you found this Bobby. I am very grateful you brought it to us because we needed to see the darkness that comedy dies in and it is here to the point where the card itself was I would say there it there was definitely you brought us a problematic card today and then we exposed just anti-humor after anti-humor. If Facebook humor was just isolated in a greeting card company, we done found it. And I don't even encourage people to check out the website. Just save yourself the trouble. The days are long enough.
1: I am sorry I have to ask, but in order to bring our midnight session, shout out to the Are You Afraid of the Dark fans to a close ranking. Do I even have to ask?
0: I would, much like Are You Afraid of the Dark, the episode that I love the most, I would much rather my face be taken from my body and placed into a scrapbook from an old artist because I wasn't a good enough artist for them. I would rather that happen to me than have this anywhere near where I live. This not only stays in the place that I had found it, like the gift card area, and I don't take a photo of it, but honestly, I might try to start a government agency in order to (laughs) regulate cards like this again. (laughs) We got to start regulating them now. I'm sorry you made me do this. To give you a proper answer, though, because that's a little too long for when we do greetsgiving. um, (laughs) Always looking ahead. Rating for this card, non-existent, not in my line of sight, nowhere near anybody who I love, anybody who I am an acquaintance with. This just, this, I just printed out a old person's Facebook joke. Like, no, I, like, not at all. Absolutely not. Does not deserve the time of day or on anyone's eyes, so... That's where it is for me. It's it's. I call me harsh if you want, but it's the truth of it. It's just it's bad. It it's a bad apple, and it's just gonna make all the other apples rotten. Bobby, where do you put this? It, does it get any better for you? No, it does not.
1: If I got this card, I'm sorry. It not only just goes immediately in the trash. It makes me uninvite the person from the next event. It's a little like, ugh, you're not coming to my a uh, best birds baptism. I'm not doing that. Yeah,
0: you're not going to Bobby's Saturnalia. All right. He had the thickest wine. It's like syrup, and you're not invited.
1: Keep your flowing robes and your garlands of wreaths. Nope, wreaths of garlands. That's the way you say it at home. Garlands of
0: wreaths. Garlands of wreaths. Keep your harps at home. We've got plenty. We don't need your kinds of harps. We definitely
1: don't, Dan. I'm sorry, and I hope you had a good. Don't night. apologize.
0: <laughs> I'm grateful you brought it, Bobby. We need to. Now that we know what rock bottom is, 2023 can only get better from here.
1: That's right. We got it out of the way early, folks.
0: Getting them out early so it can only be fun from here. Yes. Guy, look, we all gotta take we all gotta take our bad card medicine now so you guys can enjoy all of the great stuff, wink wink, that we bring to you later on. And if you think a card is bad, go back to this episode. All right this is going to be your standard for how bad it is. Okay. We probably won't get any worse than this, but if we do, then you can call us out on it. But yes, that seems fair. We'll, cro- we'll cross, we'll cross that road when we get there.
1: Uh, Dan, thank you for doing this with me. Uh, if anyone wants to just talk about how awful they feel after reading this card, you can reach out to us at greetings pod on Instagram or at greetingscast on Twitter, Dan, good night and good luck. I mean, you know, like you said, we can only go up from here and that's a special feeling. I think
0: I feel like I am a crook. <laughs>
1: That's beautiful that you can admit that.
0: Thanks. I I I, well, I was going to make a Watergate joke but I don't have anything. <laughs> and that's somehow the best way we could have ended. <laughs> yep, no Watergate jokes. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: It's not really return of the king. If he's never been king before, that would be the return of a king.
0: There's no apologies here, friend, just tears of love all day, every day. May they rain down to us like Zeus and so many of his children who he sired from pretending he was a cloud swan.